Hello everybody and thank you for coming back to yet another episode of The Gloving Paradigm. I am your host Peter aka LPD Dubuque and this week is going to be a very interesting week because it's during the holiday season and it's been all kinds of crazy for me. I hope it hasn't been super crazy for you. If it has been, I do apologize and I hope things get a little bit better for you. But... This week, I'm going to just do a very simple episode about New Year's resolutions and what Glovers can do for their said New Year's revolutions. Of course, you know, it, it's very simple for a lot of people to sit there and think, oh yeah, I can just make a New Year's resolution and call it a day. To some people, it's not so easy. So, what I want to do is kind of help people out with some of the bit of advice that people have shared with me on the internet so I can actually explore it onto you guys so that way you guys who actually have some ideas of what you guys can think of for your new year's resolutions what you can work on in the coming year of course so the first thing I always ask is what is any advice you can give to a new glover for the upcoming decade so starting with my facebook account I'm going to go from there to reddit and then go on from there as always so, of course, one person had to say that whips can be just as exciting as tech, and I definitely agree with that. Uh, I feel like whips in any form of liquid is just as important as any form of tech. And, again, we can go on and on and on about how tech is a very ambiguous term that goes beyond just simple tutting or king tutting or digiting or stacking or clusters or any of that. Yes, those do heavily rely on tech, but tech means technique, of course. But again, I kind of digress. So another person definitely wanted to say that when it comes to working on your tuts, that you want to make sure you're keeping your hands flat and they're just as important as the angles you're making. So I do definitely agree with that. If you're working on your tutting and you're working on your any form of grid work like that, you definitely want to make sure that you're keeping your hands nice and flat. I know that is extremely difficult, but there are a couple things that people have done in the past that I've seen people do to make it work for them. With that being said, we're actually going to move on to another one. A person that says to use the Z-axis more, which to some people, they didn't understand what they meant by that. So let me pretty much explain. So when you look at grid work, you, you know, if you, if you think of a grid, you have X and Y. But Z is an additional part of that where it brings it into a more three-dimensional space. So if you're thinking what X is, is X is pretty much left to right. Y is pretty much up and down. Z is pretty much forward and backwards. Uh, I know a lot of people think that the Z portion of the grid work is not as important, but it can be just as important depending on the concepts that you're using. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily say that it's super important when it comes to clusters, but I can see people incorporating the Z axis with clusters and making it work just as fine. But again, that really all comes down to you as a as a Glover to do that. Uh, so another person definitely wanted to say, you know, clean up your flow, nice and easy speed, work on your roles, connections, and find songs that you like and practice your musicality with those. Uh, I will certainly say that I will actually be planning on making an episode where I can actually help you guys find songs that are nice and slow. So if you're the type of person who needs to work on slowing down, I can definitely help you find certain songs that actually help you with that. Mostly just because I listen to a lot of down-tempo style music as it is, so I'm very used to having that very slow pace for music. But that's just me. <laughs> uh, I know not a lot of everybody's into that stuff, and I wish they would, but, you know, to each its own. So, another person on the Reddit portion said pretty much slow down a lot of edm can be high tempo and you feel like you have to keep up you don't have to keep up you can skip a beat or two as long as you keep it consistent and smooth like 
the show should be and you should look fine you know and of course he said ps slow down <laughs> so here's one thing i definitely want to let a lot of the newcomers know when it comes to the term or when people say slow down you know it doesn't mean you literally have to come down to a, s a slow pace you know a, a snail's pace basically what they're really meaning is you, if you're doing a technique or you're doing a concept, you really want to slow down your movements to accentuate each set of movements. You know, so, you know, a lot of the times, you know, we kind of get caught up in things and we just kind of move everything in one fluid motion. A way for me to slow down is to actually break up those movements. So instead of having like a pivot and a hinge happening at the same time, you know, I would do a pivot and then a hinge. You know, you, you want to break down your movements as possible. You know, uh, if, if you're thinking like, oh, do I have to look like a robot? Go ahead and try being like a robot. You know, that's it's a way to examine trying to slow down. You know, so if you want to be very robotic in your movements to try to help you slow down so you can actually do the, you know, move, stop, move, stop, move, stop mentality, definitely go with that. Okay. You know, uh, it's pretty much the biggest thing what everyone talks about when it comes to you know some resolutions is just slowing down to me when it comes to slowing down it's just literally break down your steps even further because the more steps you are having to do the slower you're making your way through the concept therefore slowing down you know that's that's the kind of idea that i kind of want to kind of you know impound upon you or implore upon you excuse me you know so when, when, if you're the type of Glover who has the resolution of just slowing down, just think about it that way. It's just like, okay, how about I actually break down the steps even further to even smaller steps to slow myself down? Like that, to me, that kind of like the natural progression. Okay. To the other Glovers out there who are like stuck on a concept, like let's just say, for example, tutting, just making it as simple as possible. I can totally understand your frustration when it comes to trying to learn tutting because it took me forever to learn tutting. The whole concept of how tutting operates was beyond me for a good long while. So I can totally understand why you would be very, very frustrated when you're not getting it. Do not let that frustration eat you alive because it's just not going to get you anywhere. If you're having trouble figuring it out, take a break from it okay just don't don't bog yourself down so much of just trying to master a concept you know just take a break from it work on something else work on a completely different concept even one that you know so very well on before you try coming back to it uh, number one reason why i always say that is because sometimes we kind of oversaturate ourselves with the thought process and once we are locked on that thought process we can't break out of it and to me, the only way you can actually break out of that mentality is that you're just doing something completely different that isn't on that same mentality, you know. So, you know, I'm not even saying you have to continue gloving in order for you to go back to that concept and learn it. Like, you can do anything else, you know. <laughs> I can even tell you from my own personal experience, if I wasn't feeling like gloving, I'll probably just go and start writing if I feel like writing. Or I would, you know, go work on some other stuff that I like to do. You know, sometimes I just like to draw, so... Drawing sometimes helps me come back to a concept and be like, holy crap, how did I not figure this out first? Oh, that's right. You know, <laughs> that's just how it tends to be. You know, if you're somebody who's working on a lot of liquid type stuff, 
I will definitely want to recommend, you know, studying certain tutorials and watching how they talk about the form of it and then just working on your forms, you know. Uh, one major thing I definitely want to say to a lot of newcomers when it comes to liquiding is that your your fingers rolling in and out don't have to be as fast as how your hands are moving. You know, uh, you'd be surprised of how often people will actually do whips and they're keeping their fingers just fully extended and they're just doing the whips and all they're using is their wrist accesses to actually pull off those whips. So, you know, uh, something I always want to explain or try to help people understand is that, you know, there, there's always different ways to learn new things and so definitely want you to try to always look for different ways to learn things you know uh, it's one of those things that I feel that some people can do is you know just work on that okay so I will certainly tell you that some of my new year's resolutions uh, for this year is first of all the one thing I definitely want to get going and actually get happening regularly is interviews um, I do have a couple of people who are willing to do interviews. I actually just need to try to coordinate a time and a place that I can actually sit down and we can actually do this and get everything set up. I definitely want to try to have these interviews as a live stream. Uh, I am considering using YouTube as that platform because I feel like YouTube is much more stable for things like that and for a longer period of time. Not only that, you guys can actually be interacting with us while the interview is happening. So. That's something I definitely want to make sure is possible because, yeah, I might have like 25 questions, but I, we can probably burn through those 25 questions in five minutes and then have, you know, another 55 minutes of something to talk about. Uh, you know, so it's something I do want to avoid is, is not having enough questions to ask the interviewer and, you know, have enough material for us to work on. But that is something I'm going to be trying to do for this podcast is that you get these interviews going. Uh, if you think there's a better platform for me to do these interviews, live streams for the community, let me know. Uh, I know most of you might just say do it on Facebook, which I kind of really don't want to. Uh, mostly just because then we have to like use our phones and that's like the only way that you can actually have like multi-face camera viewing happening. And it just sounds way more complicated than just having two webcams and two computers and talking to each other that way. You know, so uh, that that's that's where I want to go about it is trying to make it a little bit easier on myself. Uh, another thing I definitely want to say that I'm going to have as a resolution for myself is you know actually try to be a lot more active in the community and be a lot more uh, interactive in the groups with people. Uh, I know I haven't been doing a whole lot. It's just because you know life right now has just been a little crazy for me, but that's totally fine. I, I can. I can always adapt. That's one of our greatest strengths as human beings is adaptability. You know, so yeah, I definitely feel like I have a lot on my plate, but in reality, I don't really think I do. I'm probably just psyching myself out. But you know what? It's totally fine. I am one of those type of people who really likes to try to push themselves and actually really push themselves out of their comfort zones to you know to see how far they can actually go. And so. Uh, interviews, of course, is something I definitely want to do. I'm going to try to make product reviews happen a little bit more often. I know, like, episode 26 or something was, like, my first product review before, like, episode 51 or 52, uh, you know, for the second one. So I know that's a 
big gap, so I definitely want to try to close that or make it a little bit closer to where it's actually like maybe one every 10 or 15 episodes instead of being like a whole 25 episodes before you get another review. You know, uh, I definitely want to do more reviews on products that we use as a gloving community. Mostly just because it isn't just the lights that we use. We use gloves, we use casings, we use diffusers, we use, you know, whatever the case may be to accentuate our craft. And that's something I'm going to try to work on as well is actually test and grade, you know, different gloves or different diffusers or different casings or anything like that. Uh, most of the time, if I'm doing a light product review, you're probably going to also get the casing review in it just because uh, it's the time they get the new casings with them. So I might as well just review them while I have them. Uh, another resolution for me that I would definitely want to do is more live streams. Uh, I <laughs> I didn't really think I was going to be a fan of doing live streams, but I actually have a lot of fun doing live streams, uh, especially when you guys are very interactive and actually communicating with me on those live streams really really great i thoroughly enjoy those so those those are pretty much my resolutions right there for for the podcast is to try to get more product reviews coming out uh kind of make that a little bit more regular uh interviews going and actually having that be a little bit more regular because i would like to have a lot more members of the community to come on the show and talk about their experiences and give any advice to all the newcomers are coming in you know and of course, me just doing more live streams so I can be more interactive with the community as a whole is something I also want to work on. Uh, you know, another thing I had people ask me about from time to time is if I'm ever going to do any videos. I would like to do videos. The only thing is, though, is I'm by myself doing all this, and it takes already a lot of work to do just audio editing and stuff like that. Like, granted, yes, it's super easy to do it, but it does take a lot of time. It is a lot of time consumption just doing editing and revamping everything. That The idea of me trying to do that with video is overwhelming. what I would like to see happen is somebody approach me about collaborating and working as a team to actually do a video portion of the show and actually get the channel much bigger that way. Um, mostly just because I don't think I can handle both video and audio podcasting at the same time all by myself while working an almost full-time job and everything all on top of that. You know, so... I would like to extend a handout to anyone who wants to endeavor on this expedition of doing video podcasting and actually like doing video editing and stuff. Uh, I'm more than open to a discussion about it because not only would I actually like to have a video portion for my podcast so you guys can see my ugly mug, but I can actually have like tutorial videos and I can actually have visual aids to help you guys understand what I'm talking about when it comes to certain things because I know with audio only we lose out on the visual aspect to help convey what i'm trying to say and so i would really like to do video i just don't think i can do it all by myself so as an extension out to anybody if you are somebody who's into video filming and video editing and you really want to get you know more hands-on with it you know, hit me up. We'll actually have a discussion on it because I would like to get something like that going as well. I think it would be really, really fun. I feel like it would be an excellent endeavor for me to try out. And who knows? It might actually work out in the end. But we'll have to just wait and see. But 
that's pretty much it for my episode as my final thoughts to all my newcomers and all the new gen people who've coming into the fold of clubbing in recent pretty much within the past three years or so i want to say uh, i could probably extend it out to five but let's just say three for right now First of all, I'd like to thank you so much for embarking on this journey that is gloving. It is probably one of the funnest journeys you're probably going to have in your entire life. Uh, I will certainly say for myself that gloving has truly redefined every aspect of my life when, ever since it's been introduced to me in my life. So, you know, my first bit of advice is pretty much what everyone is going to sit, tell you. Slow down. Uh, the best way that I feel is going to help you slow down is if you break down the moves even further because then you, once you're adding more steps into it, you're realizing you're slowing yourself down by adding those steps into it. Okay, so therefore you can actually learn how to accentuate your movements so it's readable to your audience. Okay, the second thing I definitely want to expound on is that if you're on trying to learn a concept that you're just having so much trouble getting over that hurdle, take a break from it, work on something else. It doesn't have to be gloving, but don't be focused on it because you are, it, it's, it's weird how the brain works this way sometimes, but it locks itself into a mode. And once it's locked into mode, sometimes it's just, it, you can't think any other way besides that mode. So taking a break, and moving away from that concept and working on something else that is not so focused on said concept is going to help. Okay. And another big, big, big piece of advice that I want to give to everybody, especially new gen, old gen, whatever the case may be, however far you are in your gloving career. The ultimate thing that you need to just remember, regardless of being in competitions or posting videos or going to festivals or any other events where you're having to put yourself out there. The ultimate thing you need to just remember is to have fun with it. It is all that this craft is about is just having fun and expressing yourself the way that you want to express yourself. You do not need to bind yourself to these standards that everyone else puts themselves on or put other people on because some of them are really unrealistic, you know. But at the same time, some of them are. And it's not bad to have those kind of goals, but... Your number one goal when it comes to gloving is for you to actually have fun. You know, if it's just throwing your hands around and watching people smile is the only cure for you to enjoy yourself when you're gloving, then that's great because that's probably the number one reason why people glove is because they like seeing the reactions from people and seeing people being awed by the, the amount of work they put into their craft. You know, people, people want to see their, their work and effort recognized for it. So... Do not beat yourself up if you feel like you're very far behind. Trust me, and I mean it. Trust me. We've all started somewhere before, and we all sucked at it at the very beginning. Okay? <laughs> so do not let yourself get bogged down. Do not get discouraged because of how much talent is out there. You should be using that as fuel for your motivation to push yourself. Okay? Anytime I watch competition videos and I see somebody do something really awesome, it motivates me to learn it and come up with a different version of it for myself. You know, um, and I guess for one last bit of advice that if you, if you are working on a concept that you feel like you came up yourself, but then you already saw somebody do it and you feel like abandoning it, do not abandon your concept. Just because somebody came up with it before you does not make you unoriginal. Okay. 
I like I always tell people collaborate instead of limitate. All right, it, it, it's one that's one of the things I love about the global community as a whole as it is is that we can put all these other things aside and just work on our craft together and better our craft together. So that's pretty much all I have to say. That's you know this episode again is pretty short. I know I'm probably running around like 20 minutes or so, and I tend to ramble on like always. But you know what? I like rambling. It's great. <laughs> it's like venting. It's just a good feeling afterwards. <laughs> so thank you so much for listening to this episode. I know it wasn't like the super serious educational episode. It's more of a device and kind of reflecting back on 2019 as a whole uh, I would say 2019 for gloving was an interesting year uh, to say the least you know we, we had some ups and downs going on but overall I feel like gloving's in a good place and I feel like we can always push it to get into a better place so if you have any questions that were not even covered in this episode, you can always hit me up at the various outlets that I have. I do have a Facebook page, which is aptly named The Gloving Paradigm. You can always hit me up there. That's usually where I'm hanging out the most, because that's where most of you guys hit me up at as it is. But you do have other places. I do have Reddit that you can always hit me up. I am in the Gloving community on Reddit under the username Mutton Chop Guys, so you can always hit me up there. And don't hesitate to ask me any questions. I'm always willing to answer. Of course, I also have an email that you guys can also shoot me an email at, which is at muttonchopguy at gmail.com. You can always hit me there. Very rarely do I get any emails from you guys there, but I've had a couple, and I've responded as quickly as possible, and I always had wonderful conversations with those said people. So thank you for the people who use my email. And lastly, of course, I do have a Discord server, which the link to that will be in this episode's description. Like always, you can always hit me up there. It's totally free to join. You don't have to pay any money. And you can make fun of me all the time over there all you want. I'm totally fine with that. Now, a couple other things. I do know that I did hit my 200 milestone on my likes. I am trying to schedule a time where I can actually do my Ask Me Anything live stream. I'm, it's just been a little crazy. I think it might be sometime just after the first of the year. Uh, just so you know, we're past the holiday season and we're not having to deal with that kind of crap anymore. You know, so thank you guys so much for listening to my episode. If it wasn't for you guys, this channel would not be possible. So thank you so much for you guys's unspoken support is huge to me. I don't even, I don't even care. You guys never respond to me or even ask me any questions or make any comments. You know, it's totally fine as long as you guys are listening and actually just taking what I have to say into consideration is everything that I actually just want. You know. So, thank you guys so much for listening. I love you guys. I am your host, Peter, a.k.a. LPD8 Dubuque, and I'll see you guys all next week.